This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with Tiger Tracks podcast football version. Talking to Jay Northcutt. Jay, you guys took care of business impressively last week. It was kind of a microcosm of a lot of your games where offense clicked, defense bent, but then figured it out in the second half. Let's review that real quick. What did you see in that game that you liked from your guys? Well, one thing I really liked is that we shut them out in the second half. Um, you know, we struggled at times in the first uh, half, getting them off the field, had them in some long yardage situations a couple times, um, and they converted. But then after looking back, they really had, had put in some stuff we hadn't seen. They ran, I think, six six or seven trick plays in the first half and, and had some other schemes we hadn't seen. So. Coach Ribb and the defensive staff did a great job at halftime making some adjustments and coming out and shutting them out in the second half. And, you know, then I think when you combine, you know, that performance with our offense, you know, throughout the night, I think we scored every series other than when we were trying to run the clock out yep. towards the end. Um, and so just a good night for the offense and hopefully something we'll build upon moving forward into this week. You mentioned trick plays. They had a different quarterback. I know I texted you earlier this week. I was prepared for the guy that had all the numbers. Were you, did you, had you guys caught wind of that, or did when he trotted out, was that like, oh, here's somebody different? You know, we, we had heard some rumors that, that he might not play for whatever reason, um, which we hear those kind of things all the time. Right. So we don't think a lot of them, you know, and, and you just prepare the best you can. But, uh, yeah, you know, when he came out, you know, definitely a little bit different look for, for them. Tall, lanky kid. He was. I texted you back. He was. Like, he was good. I mean, he. I don't know if good he was athlete. different than what they had been doing, but he, yeah. for a big, lanky kid, which you guys know about, he had a little wiggle from the quarterback spot. He really did. And overall, I thought he did a good job for the, the situation that he was in. And you guys, you mentioned it. Now, as high flying as your offense has been all season, the last couple of weeks, you've kind of adopted a the ability, or master the ability to kind of extend drives, use up some clock, and let your defense rest, let your offense click. That's a good time of year for this to happen. We were talking about the cold. You can run the ball and drip the clock down a little bit. That helps in cold weather. Well, it does. And, you know, I think one of the, the challenges sometimes when you have a spread offense is doing exactly what you're describing because um, we're set up, you know, for tempo and – to go fast a lot of times, but then you have to have the ability, I think, to slow down, you know, and do the opposite. You know, we're not so married to going fast that we're going to do it at our own detriment, in other words. You know, and so, you know, we practice that every week, you know, running the clock and staying in bounds and doing things a little slower, um, you know, and I think that's paid off for us. I mean, it'd be nice if you could just throw it to Tater Layton for 75 yards and get a touchdown, but that, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> Maybe we maybe we need to just throw it to them, you know, every other uh, snap. I don't know; it might turn out well. We'll see. Well, you guys have a knack for that, and I went back and looked. You you like alternating games where long drive, home run, long drive, home run. So it's it's a pretty good recipe. As long as you end with a touchdown, I, yep. yeah, I think it usually is. <laughs> well, let's switch gears. You guys, uh, let's say what this is. You guys and Cooper are both facing this. You're you're. Goliath going, or your David going against Goliath this week, West Texas against the world almost. You know South Lake Carroll. You know their tradition, how good they are. This is a big week for West Texas to kind of go out and put a stamp on things. And I mean, win, lose, or whatever, just to say, hey, we're here and we're going to play good. 
Well, it is, you know, a great opportunity. Um, you know, and people have said different things to me uh, about playing the Dragons this week. Um, but, you know, my response is, this is what you play for. Yep. And, you know, who would you rather be playing? You know, I, I'm excited about the opportunity to go and play these guys in this game um, because I think it does represent, it's a chance for us to represent West Texas and go against one of the best programs in the state of Texas, you know, and uh, we plan on going in there and winning. You know, that's definitely our plan. So it's a great opportunity and we're looking forward to it. And I don't mean this to sound wrong. You guys have been out in the desert for a couple of years playoff wise. You're back now. This reminds me of when friendship kind of hit that growth spurt back in the late 90s, early 2000s, where they had to play Stephenville, had to play Denton Ryan, and got over that hump, and then all of a sudden, they're a state powerhouse. You guys got off that track a little bit. This is a chance for you guys to kind of reestablish, hey, we need to be talked about with these guys too. Well, it is that, you know, for sure, Randy. And, you know, last year with us uh, having to forfeit the game and that keeping us out of the playoffs, you know, that kind of put a cloud over over you know, how some people viewed our season, but we, we had a great season and we were really a playoff team last year as well. And I think it speaks to the, the character and culture of our, of our kids that they, you know, were, were able to use that to stay hungry going into this year uh, and pick up where those guys left off. Um, but yeah, and I think one of the, the biggest reasons it's a, a great opportunity is, is to accomplish what you're describing, you know, um, and I hope that we go out and get that done. I mentioned that you are familiar with South Lake area. You, I imagine your athletic director is as well mm -hmm. from where he came from. This is weird because your kids maybe have not seen them in a football capacity. They've probably seen them in maybe different sports. This is one where you guys get to coach, maybe coach a little bit differently because you do have some background, some knowledge. How do you prepare them to be confident but also know this is as big a challenge as you may face or have faced this season? Well, you know, our players, a lot of our players have faced them in other sports, like you mentioned. I know a bunch of our kids are baseball kids, right. and they played them, you know, last year in baseball and played them really close in baseball. Um, and a lot of these kids for, for Southlake are the same kids as, as well. Um, but I actually think it's an advantage to not uh, have played Southlake, uh, you know, consistently because I know the teams in the Metroplex that face them consistently a lot of them are beat before they ever show yes. up yep. you know well you know we don't know any better than to go in there and 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 not think that way you know and and so our kids are fired up you know we've had a great week of practice and we're going to go in there and, and we're going to do well that's the the get off the bus effect that you see sometimes sure like you said and your guys the fact that you've played Permian and Legacy and your district teams year after year these last several years, I would think that's a benefit. It definitely is, you know, and I think that's another piece that goes into the psyche going into this game is, you know, we, we play the the teams like, like Legacy and, and, and Permian uh, and, and San Angelo Central, uh, you know, that's made a run recently in the playoffs, you know, and so this game is not, not too big for us. We play in games like that all the time in our district. You mentioned last year. To me, that was the first building block. This one was a couple steps further. What do you want to see from your guys Friday for 48 minutes to take that next step? Well, I think we just got to go in there and play our game. You know, we got to go in there and do what we do, 
Um, and one of the things I think that's a key is how we handle adversity, you know, and overall, other than one game, we've always handled adversity really well. I think that's a strength of this team. Um, and I know our guys are going to take their next play mentality into that game for 48 minutes, you know, and I think that's going to be a big key to having success against them. It's not like you guys need to rip open their shirts and show that they're Superman because as good as South Lake Carroll is, they can tear open their shirts. They're not Superman either. They're still, what's the, the coaching cliche? They still put their pants on one leg at a time, and they're good players, but you guys have good players too. Sure. You know, we're all human at the end of the day. They're all, you know, teenage kids, you know, at the end of the day. And so we'll all go out there, and, and I know they're going to be prepared and ready to play, and we'll be prepared and ready to play. So it's going to be a great game, and, and we're looking forward to it. Traditionally, what is South Lake Carroll good at? What are What is their MO year after year? Well, you know, you look at their, their X's and O's, and they've been good at a lot of different things. But I think, you know, if I was to sum up why I think they're good, it's it's the standard that they've been able to maintain within their program, uh, you know, for a long time. And I think that really started with Coach Dodge and maybe even with Coach Ledbetter before that, you know, kind of leading into Coach Dodge, you know. And then they had some, some good years after Coach Dodge left with Coach Wasson. And then Riley kind of came back in and has done a great job. Uh, uh, and he's just kind of, I think, picked up where Coach Dodge and Coach Wasson left off. Um, but I think they've they've definitely had a standard that they they really work toward uh, towards upkeeping and, and maintaining and building upon, and and I think that's what makes them special. This these two schools had kind of started a little budding rivalry back when they were both big four A schools. I mentioned they played in football. We were talking before I turned on a really good playoff game. I think played in Brownwood, if I remember. South Lake Carroll won fourteen to seven, but they played a couple times in baseball as well. So they're. It was kind of that rivalry building, kind of eager to get that going again with them, knowing that you guys are here to stay and they've, they've been there to stay for a while. Sure. You know, I mean, you end up in the playoffs, uh, there's a good chance you're going to, you know, the playoffs are going to lead into a team at least like South Lake Carroll. And, and uh, you know, what a better time to, to have them up and to, to have an opportunity to go play them. Be kind of nice for those teams to start saying, oh, "We're going to have to play friendship. We got to beat them." And this is like we talked about. This is step one to kind of establishing that identity. Well, it really is, and I think that's why it's a big opportunity for sure. That's Jay Northcutt talking about his team's area round matchup against South Lake Carroll, 7 p.m. at San Angelo Stadium. This is Randy Rosetta with Hub C Preps, and this has been an edition of the Tiger Tracks podcast. <laughs>